liquid warm-ups. <clears throat> Peter Pepper picked a pack Peter of Pepper Peppers. Peppers. Pipers. Unique New York. Unique New York. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. boat. Unique New York. You gotta love like a man and fight like a soldier for those you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Come what, come what may. All right, three, two. One. Go. What's up, chicks and dudes? <laughs> it's Christian here for another episode of Go Forth. It's a dudes and chicks crab. We've been over this. And it's your boy, Jude. I'm back in the lab cooking up the freshest podcast known to us and you. A small group of people. Small, <laughs> a small following of faithful followers that flock to our podcast. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so me and Jude decided that Jude's not going to say what's up dudes and chicks anymore because he does it every time. Actually, we didn't. That was, that was not a decision that we made together. It's part of the agreement of, with, between me I did sign the paper. And you. Okay. So, here we are back again. We are still in Rome. I don't know if you listened to our last podcast. Maybe, maybe not. But we previously mentioned that we are currently residing in Rome. Uh, we are in the midst of a course here called the International Formators Course. Um, Jude, would yeah. you like to give a little snippet of what IFC is? Didn't I do that last time? No. I did that in the last podcast. Oh, you did that in the last podcast. I think. It's no big deal. If not, just know that it's a unique experience of Regnum Christi. If you don't know what Regnum Christi is... Google it. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk over Google. Let's talk over Google. Google Hangout. Let's talk while you're Googling it. Yes. Okay, yeah, so we're just doing a course called the International Formators Course. Um, so we're currently staying in Rome, which is where we are recording this podcast. But tomorrow... Tomorrow we fly out to France because we want to go see the Louvre. La- 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 it's called the the Lever. The Lever. It's where the Mona Lisa is. Ah, uh, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it's where the Mona Lisa is. Oh, shoot. It's the Louvre. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of art, but... But everybody's a fan of the Mona Lisa, especially the people. It's so hard to get to the front. It was so hard for me last year. Oh, whatever. I fought so many people. I don't care. I went to jail twice in the same hour. So me and Jude have been here for approximately like 22 days now in Europe. It's been chaotic. Um, We almost got hit by a train. What if my mom asked me about that? Oh, shoot. Ms. Sherry, if you're listening. Mom, I'll explain later. I love you. Anyways, (laughs) so today, what are we talking about, Jude? Oh, today we're going to talk about sin. Sin. (laughs) Specifically, what kind of sin? Um, What's the name for it? The Uh, name? What's shoot? Come on, we, uh, we rehearsed this. I the name it's called the root sins. The root sins, yes. Yeah, and buddy. Jude, what are the root sins? First of all, how many are there? Think about it like a tree, a three, a ch- three trees. Three trees. There are pride, sensuality, and vanity. And what are root sins? Root sins are basically where all of the ugliness of us stems from. Um, so all those 
aggravating things that we do that people hate about us <laughs> or me, they all stem from typically, I mean, these three sins, but um, you can really break it down to like one of these is your main root sin. And this is what's what like you need to focus most on like giving the, how would you say like counter counter action, giving the we're going to fight against this one <laughs> sin and we're going to kill it because we hate sin and yes. we want to be saints. liberated. We want to be liberated saints. Liberated, libated, libated saints. Anyways, yeah. okay, yeah. So basically all sin can be traced back to these three root sins. Um, for example, name a sin, Jude. Um... Um, a name a sin. A sin, lying. lying. Lying is such a okay, sin. Okay, yeah, this is a simple one, right? Well, lying could be actually a lot of these, right? So vanity, because <laughs> you don't want people to know the true you, right? So vanity is... Yeah, know, like I, I lie about how many how many friends I have. Anytime anybody, like in a <laughs> meeting or something, it would be like, Jude, how many friends do you have? I, I'll say five, even though I, I know I have at least seven. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, what we want to do is just go into detail <clears throat> on each of these root sins so that maybe we can all grow closer to Christ because that is the goal. Because yeah. if you know if you know where you're failing, you know where the root of your sin is coming from, well, then you can start to put a stop to it and you start to fix it. So that's the goal here, right? Um, to To progress in life, you need to know about yourself. So hopefully with a little guidance from us two wise scholars. We can call it spiritual self-awareness. Spiritual self-awareness, yeah. All right, so let's start with one we all know and love, pride. Mm. Jude, what is pride? Mm. Just give them the definition. The death? Just read it. (laughs) Um, Pride refers to a disordered attachment to our own excellence. At least when we speak about pride in the sense of sin, um, there are other prides that are do not fit that exact um, definition, such as... <laughs> uh, I mean, if I win my soccer game, I could be... Uh, I was thinking gay pride. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We need to take back the flag, by the way. Rainbows. Rainbows are like a beautiful creation of God. And they've really become like... Man, like it's disgusting how anytime I see a rainbow, I think of gay pride. Dude, back on topic. Sorry. (laughs) I know you can finish reading this definition. Okay, 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 okay. The proud person tends to seek meaning and fulfillment in their own achievements and conquests. Awesome. All right, yeah. Crap, tell us more about this pride stuff like how do we know when we're being proud how do we know like like yeah tell us tell us more we want to know yeah i mean i think the best way to enlighten on enlighten you on what pride is is to give some examples right so simply simply put you know if you have too high of too high of an opinion of yourself um you get annoyed with people who contradict what you say uh, you get angry if you don't get your way. You're very judgmental. You put others down. You gossip. Oh, that's a good one. Gossip. Because I think that's really 
really prevalent. And I think we can we can look at sometimes when I think of people who gossip, I think, man, that person's just mean, right? Yeah. But what that person's actually like, okay, yeah, it is mean, obviously. Gossip is wrong. But a lot of times it's because people have too high of an opinion of their self that they choose to put others down, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah, really. What is the point of gossiping? I yeah, guess. it's super weird. It's super weird. The only point is to make yourself look better. Right. Right. Really? Because if you say, what's the, what's the point of telling someone else something bad about someone else? It's literally just to make yourself look better in comparison. But it's such a big thing. Why? Why do so many people do it? Like, what's the tea? You know? Ah, I could shatter a glass over my head thinking about that. Yeah, I like, could why? shatter a glass over your head. I could shatter well. a glass over my head as well. Yeah. But gossip is so disgusting and gossip is rooted and you, you're so proud of yourself. Um, we're so proud of ourselves. I don't want to make it sound like I've never talked poorly about anybody behind their back. Um, but it's not something that I'm proud of and it's not something that I want to do. Um, because yeah, I don't want to think of myself as better than anybody else. I want to be, Yeah, it's all, we're all in the same playing field. We all have. So, I mean, even though you say that, right, even though, cause I don't want to do it either, but mm-hmm. a lot of times I find myself doing it like on accident. Right. I don't know. I don't know why. And I'm, I don't know if it's the same for you, but sure. It's kind of weird. If you're, if you're listening to this, like just during the next week, just pay attention to whenever you're talking to someone, if you mention other people, are you talking good of them or are you talking like very poorly of them to make yourself look better? Just pay attention. And a lot of the stuff we say in this podcast, um, I suggest you, I mean, just take it with a grain of humility, right? We're not trying to attack (laughs) certain people here or anything. Yeah. I mean, if you feel it, if you feel attacked, that's probably saying like you're self-aware, like, you know, you're doing these things, which is actually a good thing. I was actually in confession today. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Um, Dude, you're breaking the seal of confession. <laughs> um, I was in confession today, and um, one thing Father started talking about was like how we have to be aware of our sins because when we become numb to sin, that's like the worst thing. Like, we have to be able to feel like the disgust of it, the guilt of it, because he was talking about. Um, Somebody who's like somebody who doesn't have the ability to feel physical pain, that's super dangerous because they can kill themselves really easy. Easily. <laughs> really easy. Um, and it's the same in our spiritual lives. If we're numb to like talking bad about other people, or if we're numb to like, I don't know, all these sins that we'll touch on, um, that is super bad for our soul. And what do we have to do? We have to run to confession. We have to ask forgiveness from God for the things that we've been doing. Um, we have to know that this isn't the us that we want to be. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, that's good. That's super good. Um, yeah, so maybe we can just keep running through some some examples, right? So I guess like failing to recognize your own mistakes, hmm. uh, noticing when you hurt others, um, inability to seek forgiveness, right? Or say you're sorry. Um, let's see. Impatience. Hmm. Um, impatience. Why do you think impatience displays like pride? Because like think, you want what yeah, you want, you want it now. Exactly, right. 
So it's my that's money a big, and I need it now. I think that's a big thing in today's society is instant gratification, right? Mm. You want what you want when you want it. And today's society makes it super easy for that. Oh, I want a new laptop. So I go on Amazon and I order a new laptop. Instantly gratified. <laughs> I, I can't do that, though, because I don't have any money. <laughs> Broke boys. Broke boys. Anyways, um, what else? Not feeling a need for God. Whoa. That's big. Hmm. Even though I do say prayers. That is interesting. I wonder how many people in this world pray but don't believe in God. People all the time do that. If a loved one dies. Oh. I... Yeah, but also but I think I think there has to be some kind of faith rooted there if you like if you're like I don't know. Why why would you why would you even if you're by yourself like why would you even pray? That's super weird. That's super weird to think of. All right, let's not get stuck. Okay, okay. Not Let's focus on need... that for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not feeling a need for God. Okay. Why is that pride? Because you are your God. You're so proud of yourself that you look at yourself as a God. That's what I think. Like, no, I'm good enough. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to follow the rules of this being. <laughs> this I don't know. Creator. This master. I, I don't know what people who don't believe in God call God. <laughs> um... <laughs> that thing you you feel like you feel like i am my own person i know my own happiness and your life is just centered around you and you can't see that there is a a greater plan there's somebody who created you who loves you and has a plan for your life um and when you don't realize those things when your life is simply about pleasure um or yeah, just about yourself when you're so focused on um, those things, then you don't really see a need for God. That's what I think. I really thoughts? like that. Like making yourself your own God. Yeah. That is probably the the root of pride. <laughs> ah, there's this, I love this. I don't know if it's a quote from somebody or what, but we become less of who we're created to be when we become the person that we create. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So if you're being the you that you're creating and not who you're created to be, then, yeah, you're taking God out of the equation. Okay, good. Okay, we've... Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, those are just some examples of pride, right? So if if you recognize yourself in a lot of those examples or maybe you you can look up some more examples, um, make that your focus, right? Make that your daily prayer. Lord, help me to overcome pride. And the cool thing about these root sins is that, Jude, how do, how do we counter these root sins? What is the best way to counter these root sins? By focusing on a virtue. Exactly. Virtue. Virtue is how we conquer root sins. And what, what, is, what do you think is like the, the best virtue to counter pride? Pride? Yeah. Uh, I have one in mind. Um... Like, it rhymes with humility, charity, (laughs) humility. Yeah, humility. humility, Yeah, I was thinking more more along the lines of like, yeah, like 
self-sacrifice. Yeah. I think humility is the perfect virtue to counteract pride. Because think about it. What is humility? Humility is... Or, Jude, you tell us what humility is. <laughs> is that because you couldn't think of No. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is, but it's like, it's hard to put it into words. Uh, yeah, this, this turned into a test for me. <laughs> That's what I always do whenever I can't think of stuff. I mean, I don't know a definition, but humility is like being little. Let's figure it out together. Okay. Humility is, I mean, what are some examples of humility? Right. Um, I won a game, and instead of bragging about winning... I go congratulate the other team. Tell them how awesome they did. Make yeah. sure my teammates feel like they did all the work. Not they did all the work, but you know that. Yeah, like it's equal. Yeah. Even when you know you killed it. That's a good example of humility. So I get, I mean, putting others before yourself. That's it. Yeah. In the simple sense. In some sense, yeah. Yeah, I would, it, like I can't get the idea of just being little. Like just allowing yourself, like you never want to be like the subject of, or the center of attention. Or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's how you counteract pride. So if you think pride is your biggest struggle, then you focus on humility. Instead of focusing on the bad, like, how can I get rid of pride? Instead of that, focus on the good. So, Lord, increase my humility. Help me to work on my humility. Mm. Focus on the good, not on the bad. Okay. All right, moving on. Root sin number two. All right, Crab, now you got to tell us what this one is. And you have to give us the definition like you did to me for the other one. This is going to be super difficult. Just Mm. kidding. All right, number two is vanity. All right, so pride is... Wait. What? Vanity. Yeah. A lot of people have vanity. Vanities. Vanity mirror. Like actually, that's a that's a good point. So, what is sure. what is a vanity, right? When you think of a vanity, I don't know. I've just heard I have a vanity, and some. I hope you don't have a vanity. That's like a girl thing. Oh, a vanity is like I definitely don't have a vanity. <laughs> then a vanity is like in your room. You have a dresser and you have a big mirror on top, and like usually girls do their makeup in their vanity, right? And then that's what's called it's the big mirror. Are you do. saying guys can't have vanities? So gender roles, are yeah. a thing. Okay, that's a gender whole roles. different discussion. That would not really be a gender role. <laughs> that would just be a stereotype. Stop talking. <laughs> Anyways, but no, that's a that's a good that's a good point, right? Because yeah. the point of a vanity is to look, to at, look yourself. at yourself, right? To to perfect your image, right? Because that's what that's what um, they're for. Right? You do your makeup and your vanity, make yourself look better. I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we all know you wear makeup. I put on my mascara. It makes me look better for the podcast. <laughs> you always show up to podcast meetings looking so beautiful. <laughs> All right. So what is vanity uh, in a very defined way? Vanity is a disordered attachment to the approval of other people. The vain person tends to seek meaning and fulfillment in being appreciated or liked by other people. Right. So it's all about your image. It's all about how other people see you. So pride is kind of like how you see yourself. Now vanity is worried about how other people see you. Jude. Yeah. What are some examples of vanity? Um, Instagram. Ooh. <laughs> we've already done the social media. Yeah, show. we've already. So I don't think we roasted social media as hard as we could have, but anyway. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, simply just always seeking, like, 
admiration and praise from other people or like simply being worried about not getting it. Um, that's how a vain person feels like. Yeah. Like you can, you can kind of tell when somebody's like uncomfortable that they're not getting the attention, which is super weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you can tell, like if somebody's not getting the attention, they look like they're like pouting. They're boudaying. Boudaying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quit your boudaying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are alligator tears. Anyway. Um, <laughs> alligator tears. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, um, yeah, I think, or, well, I want to touch on something you said. Okay. Like, or maybe, I mean, it's, I thought of it when you were talking, I don't know if you said it, but if you do things just for a reaction out of people, so let's say you do something charitable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you fold your brother's clothes, mm-hmm. right? Well, what's the reason? Is it because you love your brother and you want to do something nice for him? Or is it because you want him to buy you a cheeseburger later? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, cheeseburgers are a really good thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. Cheeseburgers are delicious. But yeah, no, that's a great point. Because it's a because you do a good thing, but your intention is bad. Yeah. But is that vanity? Is I'd say so. Vain. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, it doesn't have to be vanity. It can right, be right, right. But, but it fits in. Most of the time, it's vanity, right? Because you do things to make other people look at you better. Or, or even like, even, um, like only doing good things when you're in front of other people. Yeah. Let's. Oh, I have a. I have an example. Okay. A Catholic example. Let's say you're in the chapel, right? Hit them with it. Let's say you're in the chapel and you're with other people. And when you're normally in the chapel, when you pray, you just kind of sit there and, and pray, right? But when other people are in there, you kneel. You look super fervent. You lay prostrate. You lay prostrate while you're <laughs> praying. Well, why are you doing that? You don't usually do that. Mm. Uh, so other people look at you and think you're super holy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely caught myself doing that before. That's why I say that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that real quick. What are some more examples of vanity? Um, well, like allowing, yeah, just like with that, just allowing the things you do to be guided by the opinions of others um, mm. rather than like what you're actually doing it for, like to that point. Like peer pressure. Um, I'd yeah. say peer pressure is vanity. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Come on, man, hit this cigarette. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. And you're like, oh man, I'm not going to be cool if I don't hit the cigarette, even though we're standing inside of a doctor's office. Orphanage. Oh my gosh. A hospital. <laughs> Newborn baby section. And we're in the baby section. Sig's inside. Sig's inside. That's not good. I had a really weird dream last night of Benja and Pope Francis smoking a pipe. I didn't tell you about this. I had a dream that I ran into Pope Francis and we were like talking and I was like, Pope Francis, like we have to take a picture. And I had to run and get my phone out of my room and then I couldn't find him. And by the time I found him, he was smoking a pipe with Benjamin. <laughs> hey, ben- we, should sing, we should sing our Pope Francis song. Yeah. What? Which one? <laughs> yeah, so the other day we went to an audience with the Pope 
and we were singing songs outside. And then he actually gave our course that we're part of a shout out, but yeah. he did it in Italian. <laughs> Can we put that in here? Like at the end? <laughs> no, he kind of messed up, actually. He he was trying to say Regnum Christi, but he said Regina Regnum Christi. <laughs> it's okay. But Francis, we if you're listening, you. we forgive you. He's a regular on our podcast. So. Yeah. We should invite him to be a guest speaker. We're going to have to learn some Italian. Or he can just learn English. Buongiorno. Buongiorno, Papa Francesco. Papa. <laughs> um, hey, where were we? Benji- ah, vanity. Yeah. You had a dream. Wait, let's backtrack. I had a dream of Pope Francis and Benja smoking a pipe. Anyway. Tobacco um, pipe. Tobacco pipe, people. Okay. <laughs> um, Why did you say that? I do not remember. Oh, Sig's inside. Ah. Oh, yeah. Peer pressure. Okay. <laughs> We're super good at this. Back on track. Basically professional podcasters. <laughs> Anyways. Podcastists. What, what Jude said was letting the opinions of others influence your decisions. Right? That mm-hmm. is vanity. That is one of the core uh, principles of vanity. Also, also, another thing is like really beating yourself up when you fail. Especially when you fail, like, in public. Mm. Like, if you really, like, beat yourself up over it because you're, like, sad that other people saw you fail. Mm. You're not admitting that, like... But that's got to be in public, weak. though. Well, I, I mean, feel like just, if you do it in private, then that's a pride issue. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, no, what I'm saying is, like, some people, like, you're walking outside and some people see you trip. Like, if you're walking by yourself, you won't care. You <laughs> I know? Care. I care. <laughs> Christian fell off his skateboard. You guys <laughs> don't remember that? <laughs> we did mention that in the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Today, Christian and I were walking to come Stop. record the podcast, and he tripped up the stairs. <laughs> but he didn't seem too embarrassed, so I don't think vanity is his problem. <laughs> he was kind of like, bro, I tripped. And I was like, yeah, dude, I saw you. <laughs> you hit the ground kind of hard. Uh, it was awesome. A large thump. But if you'd have been like, "Oh, dude, what the heck? Why did you see that snake <laughs> on the over there in the you other that field? leaf? <laughs> you tripped on that leaf. Do you feel how hard the wind just blew? <laughs> like if somebody's instantly making like excuses that aren't true for their failures, they're probably vain. Ooh, I got a question. Okay. Do you think shyness is vanity? Shyness. Shyness. Like that sounds like a really funny word. <laughs> Your shyness. <laughs> oh, stop being a shyness. Okay, yeah, shyness. Sh- um, like being shy. Do you think that's vanity? Vanity. Mm. I feel like in some ways it can be, but I feel like for other people uh, it's kind of like a. Like me, I'm not a shy person, but sometimes I realize like, and like if I'm in a new social setting, like I won't really want to talk to like many new people. Maybe at the beginning because I'm. Concerned about what people's opinion of me will be. That's really? vanity. Okay. You know, like when you're in a really like awkward yeah. social setting and you're like, okay, I just want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here. I think that could be vanity. Like you're just so worried. Instead of just like saying, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't care. I'm just going to go talk about <laughs> anything. Right. Yeah, nice. that could be vanity. But people were just shy. I mean. All right. What else you got? What else? Yeah. Um, about vanity? Yeah. Um, examples. Examples of vanity. Um, 
I guess one big thing that's super sad is how people sacrifice like their morals to fit in. Whoa. That's one big thing. Like if if you're sacrificing like the actual type of person that you are just so other people accept you, that's super sad. Um I don't I I don't even know what an example would be. Like <laughs> It's just... I got an example. Okay. Let's say you're at school, right? You're eating lunch, or you're about to eat lunch. You're with all your friends. Man, I should probably say grace before I eat this meal. Oh, man, what's everybody going to think if I make the sign of the cross and start praying? Yeah. Boom. That's it. Yeah, but I... Yeah, I instantly thought of, like, more extreme examples. Oh, yeah, that's a very, that's a very slight example. Yeah, I just, I, I think of people who, like, kind of like we were talking about, we're, in the last episode, we were talking about, like, abstinence and stuff like that. Like, people who feel pressured to do something that is going to hurt them so much just because they feel like they need to fit in. Peer pressure. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. But, like, but like that's when you're sacrificing. But it's not even... Morals. Yeah, like, maybe it's not even, like, people are, like, you need to do it, you need to do it. Like, you're... I guess you're influenced by what other people are doing, but I see peer pressure as like somebody like somebody actually pressuring you. Yeah. Whereas like when you sacrifice your morals, it's because of something that like you just want to be able to say, Hey, I did this. Like you want to go talk with your bros and be like, bro. Yeah, I did this. Yeah. You're not, you're not cool. Actually. You're, yeah. you're schligly lame. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one. Okay. So you mentioned gossiping about other people is pride. Yeah. Taking taking pleasure and listening to gossip. That's vanity. Whoa. Think about it. I'm trying. Okay, if you gossip about people, you're trying to make yourself look better. And then if you if you're the person that's like, Oh, like I wanna I wanna know. Like I wanna know um what the tea is. Spill the tea, like I wanna know. Yeah. That's vanity because you wanna be you wanna be part of it, right? You wanna be in on the on the secret. You wanna know what's going on. Yeah. So that you can fit in. Okay. Vanity. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good. So what's the opposite of vanity? How can we fight this? Whoa. You weren't ready for that, just like I wasn't ready for the other one. I think whenever I think of the opposite of vanity, I don't know how accurate this is, but I think charity. Mm Mm-hmm. So vanity is all about how you like, how you look. Yeah. Or like the way you act. The way you act. Wait, humility would also be vanity. I would say simplicity. Simplicity. I don't know. Actually, I have no clue. Um, there, there are probably a few like different virtues that could really help you. Um, I definitely think... Humility is a good one, like realizing that you're not, um, um, yeah, like the best. Um, another one is modesty, I guess. That's kind of yeah more difficult to um, understand, but modesty is like I I want to be respected in a good way. Um, which is unfortunately something that, um, I mean, girls and guys really struggle with, but you see it, I feel like it's a lot more prevalent with girls and immodesty 
Um, so that's one big thing you can focus on when focusing on, okay, maybe I'm a vain person. I care too much about what people think. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. That's... I'd say humility and modesty as well. Um, yeah. I, humility is huge for both for pride right. and vanity. Definitely. Agreed. Well, cool. So if you're, if you're struggling with vanity, be humble. Be humble. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> well, should we do it? Should we move on to the final root send? Let's send it. Sending it. The last one. This is this is a tough one. The last root send is sensuality. Mm. And Jude, what is sensuality? Well, what rhymes with sensuality? Principality. And actuality. And... So that's good. That was yeah. just mental test good sensuality is a disordered attachment to comfort ease and pleasure the sensual person tends to seek meaning and fulfillment and taking it easy and simply enjoying life oh yeah yolo uh sick dude <laughs> it's crazy because it Taking it easy and simply enjoying life actually sounds like the way to go. Yeah. But why is it not actually the way to go? Mm, because then you're going to get attached to comfort, ease, and pleasure. <laughs> True. I feel like sensuality is the, the thing that stops the mission of Catholics the most. Right? Boom. More than pride or vanity, I think sensuality is what holds us back from fulfilling our mission as Catholics, right? So evangelizing, right? Uh, missions. So acts of, oh, shoot, what is it called? What? The, the um, feeding the homeless and sheltering the... Oh. Uh, feeding the hungry. Oh, what uh, visiting, is it called? Visiting the sick. Shoot. Oh, there's seven of them now. Seven, Maybe. Um, the, come on guys, help us out, listeners, um, shout it out if you know it. <laughs> raise your hand. It's okay, we're about to, we're about to experience divine intervention. Um. AKA Google. The, oh my gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Alright, we can't waste time on this. Okay, good, just move on. When I think of it, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Okay. Corporal works of mercy. Corporal works of mercy. Wow. Oh my gosh. I thought I was going to pass out just now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I saw smoke coming out of your head. Dude, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. So corporal works of mercy, right? So I feel like sensuality holds us back from doing, doing these things. So think about you get invited on a mission trip to go to a little poor city in Mexico. Mm. Uh, do they have air conditioning there? No. Do they have like... They also don't have air conditioning in Italy. Yeah, true. Um, uh, do they have like cold water there? No. Uh, do I do I get to sleep in a bed? No, you get to sleep on the floor. Ah, well, I'm busy that week. Actually, I can't go. Ah, you just want to be comfortable. <laughs> Sensuality. Boom. You're just a big old sloth. Big old sloth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. So maybe, I mean, 
You did. Ex- I did examples of pride. You mm-hmm. did examples of vanity. Yes. Let's tag team this one. Let's. All right. First off, sensuality. Uh, so comfort. What goes along with that? Laziness. Mm-hmm. So if you just spend all day sitting on your couch watching TV, eating potato chips. <laughs> Sorry, there's a German guy in this course, and he says potato. Super funny. Anyways, yeah. I mean, that's sensuality. You might think, like, what's wrong with me just watching TV all day? Dude, what's wrong with somebody just watching TV all day, eating potato chips? Well. Being a fat lard. It's pretty natural that you would have to, mm, I don't know, maybe communicate with other people. Go out, have some social interactions, maybe get some sunlight. How about you exercise for a little while? You've been eating potato chips for like three weeks now. <laughs> okay, dude, we're not talking about how unhealthy people are. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, what's the problem with that? I mean, it, it's 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 you centered. It's like I'm comfortable and I'm content eating potato chips. Total so. neglection of your calling, your vocation. Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing is, it's like, but I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you're not doing anything right either, though. <laughs> Again, like. Our journey as Christians is not to just avoid doing wrong. It's to seek doing good. That is what being Christian is about. It's about spreading the good news. Okay? Yeah. And so... So if you're, list, if you're sitting on your couch right now, eating potato chips, listening to the podcast, finish the podcast first. <laughs> and, then, and then go convert the Muslims. Exactly. It's not that hard. But don't wait until the last minute because procrastination is also sensuality. Procrastination. Procrastion- <laughs> procreation. Procreation. <laughs> Anyways. All right. What else? What, what more examples of sensuality? Um, the inability to sacrifice. Like you can't, you can't like give up anything. Ooh, this was really big for Lent. Remember when I, anyway. Um, <laughs> like I, like you can't, you can't sacrifice having one more Oreo. Like you're you're laying in bed, you just had like thirty seven Oreos, and you're just like, man, one more would like really, really, really do like seal the deal. And you said like, that thirty six ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only gonna have one. Um, yeah, inability to sacrifice. Uh, that comes with like making a small sacrifice or like inability to sacrifice time for other people um, because you want to be comfortable. Um, yeah, what's another one, crap? Well, let's think. Comfort. Comfort. I'd say not going out of your way for others, right? So. Okay. You kind of just, I mean, like I said, I mean, I feel like it's all just a neglection of responsibility so that you are more comfortable, right? So I guess I'm going to do this a little early, but the opposite of sensuality, I think, is charity. That's okay. Charity is the opposite of sensuality, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think. Okay, Therefore, I, I am. <laughs> to be or not to be? That was the question. Anyways, yeah. So, yeah, not going out of your way for others. That's sensuality because you're comfortable where you're at. There's no reason to make other people feel better to do acts of charity. Mm. Simple as that. What else you got? Mm. oh actually wait i have another good one like only doing what you enjoy so let's say like you're in a relationship or 
you're with some friends. Like, oh, what should we do tonight? Or what movie should we go see? Well, it's got to be the one that I like. You know? We have to do what I want to do. You're not looking out for the interests of others. Because you're more comfortable doing what you want to do. Yeah. Also, I'm going to drop this bomb. Sins of the Flesh. Oof. What does that mean? Look, Um, let's not be shy here. Masturbation. Pornography. Yeah. Sensuality. Why is this sensuality? Because it's focused around you. It's like... It's... It's love, like you're seeking love, but it's disordered love, and it's a very selfish act. So, selfish, as in, I'd say so. So let's let's think about this, right? We're made for. Okay, this is a whole nother podcast topic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as we say it, like we're making it known, but later we can have a whole another podcast yeah. on it. That's the that's the idea. One day I want to do like a full podcast on. Pornography, the evils yeah. that it brings about. But yeah, for now, Stay we'll just say. for that. Yeah. But sins of the flesh, um, like pornography, masturbation, um, these common hookups that everybody talks about, that has you at the center. You don't care about the person. You don't care about your yourself in that situation. Um, so uh, yeah, what's that's really that? good to remember. Those are very self-centered actions. So, I think the the key word here is comfort. Yeah, I know I've said it like a bunch, but yeah, I feel like comfort is the key word here. And why are people so like scared to leave their comfort zone? <laughs> I feel like every time, every time you leave your comfort zone, that's when you have the best experiences of your life. Like those are the that's when you make memories when you yeah. leave your comfort zone. That's true. Nothing cool is going to happen if you do the same thing every day, like doing what you're comfortable doing. I like mm-hmm. to go to the same coffee shop every morning, get my coffee, and then I go to work, and then I come home. Your coffee's whack. That's your comfort zone. You never leave it. You're never going to have some wild experiences like me and Jude almost getting hit by a train the other night. Sorry, Mom. That's a whole nother story. Wait, did we already mention almost getting hit by a train? Yeah. Oh, shoot. At the beginning of the podcast, oh. 40 minutes ago. Whoa. Crab has short-term memory loss, but he doesn't remember that Actually, that's it. super true. <laughs> <laughs> I really do have short-term memory loss. It's okay, Crab. All right, yeah, so comfort zone. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, we should probably start wrapping this up. But yeah. Well, so opposite of, opposite of sensuality. I would, I would almost say like moderation. Moderation? Yeah, like knowing when to stop doing something. Mm. Oh, I got a good one. Okay. Discipline. Okay. Yeah. Discipline's good. Discipline. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Charity. Charity is huge for sensuality. What about humility? Can we get the hat trick? (laughs) Can we get the hat trick? I don't know. I don't think (laughs) so. Give us some humility. (laughs) Come on. I don't think so. (laughs) Well, if not, you can still be humble. A hair shirt. Uh, chastity. A chastity belt. Chastity belt. That is the most concrete example of fighting sensuality. No, yes, sir. Um, self-denial. Yeah. Temperance. Good. Good. Okay. I'm glad we, well, I'm glad we did this. 
yes, me as well with me. I feel the same way. Yeah. Oh, and lastly, all right, so there's these three sins. We gave you a bunch of examples. And if you're really serious about, like, fighting this, about figuring out what your root sin is um, and really trying to work to better yourself, um, there's a thing called a program of life, right? And the program of life is basically like a little self-retreat where you focus on your root sin. I mean, we all have all three of these, but you focus on the one that's most prevalent in your life. And then it's a very detailed, like little self-retreat. You write down like the five most concrete um, manifestations of your root sin, of your main root sin. And then you write down like, okay, what are very concrete ways I can counter these, right? So we've been talking about searching for the good instead of focusing on the bad. So you write down the five things that you fail at the most, and then you write five things that you can do to fix that. Mm. So I'm sure you can find like a little skeleton outline of a uh, program of life online. So please look it up and do one. That is, if I can give you any advice for this, that is the best advice. That do do and, a program of life. Yeah, that and get a spiritual director. Have somebody who leads you to virtue. Like be talking to somebody, be active about your faith. Um, that's super important. Oh, Jude, but I don't want to, like, open up to somebody. I don't oh, want to tell people, like, wah, my struggles. Drool me a river. Vanity. So, yeah. There's Sensuality. That. Those are, like, all of them. There's all of them, yeah. Okay. Boom. Sensuality. But no. now you know. All of your sin roots from these three root sins. So. Entonces. Obviously, you can't, like... Okay, you probably could, but it wouldn't be as effective if, if you focus on one at a time, right? So, focus on... So, you're saying focus on one at a time? Yeah. Okay. That is... Yeah. I'm really good at speaking, at... Um, talk, at I'm good at ablando. things. Ablando. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Well, Crab, I think we should wrap it up. I, people yeah. are... But don't you want to tell them about the monk? Ah, uh, No. I had this cool quote about a monk. I'll say it for another time. Uh, Monks are so sick. But there's this one quote by Pope Francis. Um, when, we're, when we speak about, like, don't be so, like, uh, hard on yourself about sin. Everybody sins. Every human is imperfect. Therefore, um, like, Pope Francis says, there's no reason to lose hope. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason to lose hope god never tires of forgiving us may we never tire of returning to him that is papa francesco in the flesh so there's no reason to lose hope god never tires of forgiving us so just remember that god is merciful god loves you and god wants to see you be happy he wants to see you fulfilled so allow him into your heart allow him to transform your heart and allow him to be the center of your life Papa Francesco, Papa pa, pa, Francesco, Papa pa, Francesco. Anyway. <clears throat> so, Crab, you and I, uh, yeah, do the thing. Let me wipe the sweat off of my brow. Boy, you are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have AC in Italy. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing. Okay, they do. They don't put ice in their drinks either. Well, they drink warm milk. Mm. Facts. Gross facts. Okay. Anyway. Jude, I actually have done it like the past three times, if we're being honest. Oh, you mean you want me to do it? Yeah, you go. You, you've 
finally deserve the honor. Thanks, crab. Okay, thanks people. Thanks be the crab. Th- thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys for listening. God bless you. We're praying for all of our listeners in a special way. So if you, you know, your friend needs some special graces, then go ahead and tell them to listen. That was kind of cool. Anyway, um, God bless you guys. Go forth. The podcast has ended. Thanks be the crab. Thanks.